Hello, and welcome to a murder mystery edition of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Campbell. And I'm Will Koenig. And we're here today to review Murder on the Orient Express. A remake dun, dun, dun. of a film based off a book. Based off a play. A play. By Agatha Christie. And frankly, not her well, her best well-known play, but not really her best play in my opinion, but that's just yeah, me. I haven't read it. I, I, after the movie, I went and bought one of her books, and I'm going to read it, hopefully, but I have never read her before. Hey, Mousetrap is really good. I'm a fan yeah. of that one. I just bought the three-act tragedy. I don't know what that is, but dun, dun, dun. sounds great. But the movie. Yes, so. the movie, which is based on the play. So we find ourselves on a train, which is traveling. It's on the Orient Express, like even. in Istanbul or something? It starts in Istanbul, and it's going to Paris, because a lot of people are going on to London. Yeah. But they're catching the boat from Paris to Dover. So they're all trying to travel together, and there's a kind of a collection of characters, and they're on this train for one night, and on the first night, a murder most foul occurs. And one of the people on the train is murdered, and just completely coincidentally, there is a star detective on the train yes. who's going to help solve the murder. Hercule Perrault. I'm not going to try and be French. It's not going to work. But him, That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> played by what? Played by who? Will? What's, Ken, what's Ken, the name? Kenneth. Nope. Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth. <laughs> Just Kenneth. Kenneth Branagh is what we were. Is what YouTube was telling Kenneth us. Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Whatever Branagh, you want. Yeah. But in the movie, he's very particular about how people pronounce his name as well. So I feel slightly bad that we can't yeah, even pronounce. Yeah, I'm the sure he said name. it like four times, and yet I still can't get it. So that because he's the actor and the director, which he he's done quite frequently. He's also in Harry Potter, if you didn't know that. Yes, he's Gilderoy Lockhart for any of you fellow millennials out there who's trying to place this man. Yes, but if you don't if you don't like him, I wouldn't go see this movie because he's the focal point of the entire movie, pretty oh, much. Oh, for sure. He he does when he does these movies where he's the lead and the director, they're like love letters to himself. <laughs> and it's really a vanity project. And some of them turn out cool, but there are definitely a lot of dramatic sweeps and a lot of dramatic staring off into the distance of his character. That's like, we didn't really need that, but okay, let's see how great you are. So my my thing is, I, the first two thirds of this movie, I liked a lot. I liked the the feel of it and the, like the time period and like all the characters and just like the style of the film. And then, you know, the last third, I was like, eh. Well, we'll focus on the first two thirds then before we give away yeah. any spoilers. I found it really interesting it blended really well from because a lot of these times when you have stories like this where there's all these different characters and you're supposed to know who all these different characters are, it's very like it's like you're jumping around and you don't know whose story you're telling. But this flowed really well through the perspective of the detectives that I knew who the characters were and what their stories were. It was a little jumpy. It kind of so one of the like side cases that come up that um, is like a plot device is an old case from like, I think it was like 15, 20 years ago in the storyline of the plot. And that kind of came out of nowhere. And I wish they had like eased into that a little bit Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they just threw that in there. They're like, yeah, and here's this. That's kind of a pivotal point yeah. for this. And I'm like, okay. But uh, this one has an, like a big cast, if I'll name it all for you, a if you don't big know. big name cast, yes. Johnny Depp. Daisy also known Wood. as, no, no, we're going to play uh, the fun uh, game. Okay. okay, so who is the first one? Johnny Depp. Also known as Captain Jack Sparrow. Hey, Daisy Ridley. Also known as Ray in the new Star Wars movies. Michelle Pfeiffer. Who's in a lot of stuff, I'm assuming, from how much I know her name. <laughs> All right, Judy Dench. Oh, she's M in Bond movies. Penelope Cruz. 
also one of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, movie, but not very good one. One of the worst ones they've ever made. I would say that's worse than the, even the newest one, and the newest one was pretty bad. But yeah. God, jo- Josh Gad. Do you want to build a snowman? Because you can no. build Olaf. Nope. Nope. And uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Who is not throwing away his shot, best known for Hamilton. And Willem Dafoe. Best known from that How I Met Your Mother episode where Marshall just went around saying, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe. (laughs) Or Spider-Man, you know. Oh, also the Green Goblin, but you know. So yes, that was a fun (laughs) game. So as you can see, clearly an all-star packed cast. And um, it's like... Having all of them together, they didn't all get to like, you know, they weren't bad, but they didn't all get to be like, ooh, I'm a really awesome famous actor, you know? They kind of all had to like hold back a little bit because there's so many other characters. Which I think is kind of more of an impressive just technically having to be a big personality, but only in a little bit of time. It's like you have to show who you are when you're the one being interrogated and you have that two minutes of your story. Yeah. But you can't be overpowering in any of the big scenes. Yeah. So reactions, I guess, and then we can talk about the... The spoiler the ending. ending. So overall reaction, I would probably give it a 7 out of 10. And I think that's being a little generous. It was interesting. It was entertaining. But at no point was I like on the edge of my seat of like, oh my gosh, who's done it? And everything like that. And I, it was a gorgeous movie. It was very like exuberant and very extravagant and things like that. But at the end of the day, it definitely wouldn't be something I would watch again. It's kind of that one wow factor of who's done it and then. You're done. Yeah, I, I'm, I think this is the first time we've agreed on a score for a movie. So We did it! We Only did it. a couple <laughs> weeks left, but yeah. we did it. <laughs> I, I would say around a 7 out of 10. I think the potential the movie set up was there. Like like for like a series kind of like with that character, the the detective to go on and do other movies. But like there were things about this one I didn't like that much that they could clean up and make even better in a next movie. But yeah, 7. Before we go into the spoiler part, because this is definitely a non-spoiler part, can we just take a, a minute... To talk about that man's mustache. Oh my gosh. Because it was excessive. <laughs> it was like off. Like He slept in a little massage or mustache mask. Yeah. Like to keep it primed and proper. And it was just so over the top. But over the top to the point where it was good. <laughs> it wasn't like. I mean, everything... I wasn't staring at it the whole time, like not focusing on the movie. I was staring at his little soul patch yeah. a lot of the time. I was like, how is that there? <laughs> how long does it take you to shave this? I think it was. I think it worked well with the character. The character himself was very over the top. Yeah. But I'm just wondering why. Because he had to have perfect eggs for breakfast. Yes, he had to have perfect eggs. For, he was all about balance. That's his thing, and that's why he says he's such a good detective because he can see the imbalance in the world. So it throws him off. But yeah. just shout out to the props crew that a made that mustache and b took care of that mustache because <laughs> so they deserve a round of applause. But, yes, now moving on to the spoiler section of the review. So if yeah. you don't want to figure out who the murderer is, now is your chance to leave. <laughs> if you're For already all of you re- who are brave enough, and, welcome. And whoever already read the book, you know, and know how it ends. That was my least favorite part of the movie is how it ended. As really? As in, like, who did it? I was like, like, I didn't know, to be fair, I didn't know anything about it. So, like, I, I had, like, a theory where I'm like, oh, it's the detective himself. And that just does not work at all with her series of books. After I looked into that, I'm like, oh, that would have been interesting. But, like, I just didn't like the fact that they were all in on it. 
It's like, okay, like th- that defeated the whole purpose of like doing this, like who did it? Because it was all of them. But you have to think about how revolutionary that was when it came out. I mean, how many murder mysteries? There's a whole freaking board game, Clue, that's based on the idea of like you're all trapped in one area, someone's been murdered, who's done it, and every time one person is found guilty, and she was the first one to be like, no, all 12 of them are guilty. Like uh, that's that was pretty revolutionary. Also, after a while, I feel like you, you kind of needed to figure that out beforehand because otherwise it'd be like, oh wow, it's a really big coincidence that they're all on the same train and they all have something to do with that uh, the Armstrong, Armstrong case. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they all got on there, and it's like, okay, there's something fishy going on here. I am happy that they explained it in that way because you're right; it would have been like, why are you all on this one train? I wish that they had kind of explained a little bit more about the Armstrong murder, though, and why. Cassetti killed Daisy. Like that was just never. Oh yeah. Also, explained. like Johnny Depp being in the movie for like all of thirty seconds was fun, right? Hey, he had that scene with the cake. Yeah, the cake. he tried. Yeah, he tried. I, I thought he played the character of an asshole quite well. He's <laughs> <laughs> very good acting. Yes, he did. But like, I yeah, I guess I I would like a little bit more of a a background on like yeah why he killed her or like his motives yeah, in just life whatever, so, in general just because it became such a huge part of the movie was that Armstrong case they could have spent a little mm-hmm. bit more time explaining why the Armstrong case happened also it was like so Charles Lindenberg and if he's supposed to be like the greatest detective ever how he didn't figure that out sooner that they're about, all related yeah, to the that kind of was a like a lot right. of them had outfit changes yeah, but like also like hair. at the end he had like the whole realization like oh you're all in on it. I'm like if you think he was slowly realizing how they were related to the Armstrong case, how did he not figure out oh why are they all on this train at the same time sooner? He figured it out in the yeah, end. I mean there. like soon he figured it out within the time frame that he was allotted. I thought that the and like the setting at the end where they're all lined up in the forward facing table looking clearly like the Last Supper. Oh, I love that. I was like, all right. Come down with the, no, with no, the imagery here. I actually like that. You like did? I thought it was fun. Like the, when he was walking up to the table and they're all staring at him like that. I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was it was a fun movie. It's just it's to the point of like, okay, once you figured out who did it, that was like the one fun part of the movie. You're like, oh, and now like it's not like a rewatchable movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Whereas some of like the other murder mysteries, I feel like are there's a little more. Okay, who's, Characters your, who's, are who's your favorite character? Favorite character. Ooh, that's... Because t- I love so many of the actors. I appreciated the train owner. Like, his friend, who was just like... Who owned up to the fact that he was a partying alcoholic, and he had no useful skills to offer, yeah, but was, was just in constant awe of everything that yeah, was going on. Yeah, he was on. just, like, walking around, like, just... Just watching everything happen and doing nothing, but yeah. And I like the part when uh, the detective was just going to be like, well, it was someone who left the train. He's like, no, it's not. Tell me what the real answer is. Like, he was very invested, and I appreciate that. My favorite part was when he was talking to the missionary, and he was offering the missionary champagne. She's like, I don't drink, and something about how, like, um, sins and desire and everything like that. And he just goes, well, I think you and I should never talk again and leaves <laughs> with the champagne. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so I appreciated the kind of comic relief that he offered in the otherwise serious situation. What about you? I like Josh Gad. McQueen. McQueen, who is basically like the, the bookkeeper for Ratchet or like the, the yeah. he was stealing money from him all this time and all that. Yeah, I think it was interesting. It was, I don't know. I just feel like they were very kind of brief with his character like the or the scene where he's talking about how his dad was the attorney that prosecuted the case and he's like sitting there and he didn't 
convince me that he was really that upset by his dad being kind of had his career ruined. Yeah. But I I found Josh Gad more convincing than Daisy Ridley's character. She was just like blank. I don't know if that's because she was supposed to be blank because yeah, she was the best know. at hiding things, but I was just like, what? Her and her relationship with uh, Leslie. Leslie Odom Jr., yes, the doctor slash colonel. What was William Defoe again? I forgot what his He role was, was a professor who was really the police officer assigned to the case. Oh, and he just he was upset because he couldn't figure out who did it? No, he was upset because he was in love with the maid who was the falsely accused, and she killed herself, and he okay. didn't get to live happily ever after with the maid. Yeah, see, like Come this, on, well, layers I've, upon I've, layers upon layers. I'm sorry, I forgot all of the layers on this one. I'll make you flashcards next time. They also teased to another movie, I think, because they referenced in the movie the, the, what was it, something on the Nile, which is another one of her books. Yes, that's where it leaves with... The inspector leaving the train, all the murderers on the train going their way, and the inspector going towards a case on the Nile to try to move Which past also the was the second movie made in 1978. They made the first one in 1974, and then the second one was the Nile movie in 1978. So I guess they're just remaking the same two movies for some reason. I find it interesting that Murder on the Orient Express is the one they decide to go with first. Because of a lot of Agatha Christie's endings, this one's kind of the messiest of the endings. So I'd have kind of liked to see those more classic endings first building up and then the series finale being the messier ending. Yeah. I, I guess the reason they did this one first is because this one was already made or something. And just I like, mean, we're just remaking a movie instead of like, ooh, let's start a whole series and like start here and go here. True. And it also has the greatest name recognition of all of her plays, so... I get from a marketing standpoint why they started with it, but from a story standpoint, I would have liked they started with something else. But that's just me being nitpicky. Okay. This makes no sense, but like knowing, like I didn't know. Here's my theory I wanted to have happen before I knew anything about like this being a series. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be the detective, like, and I wanted him to be doing it and like his whole like motive behind doing the murder was because he was the the father of the because they they briefly mentioned that the father shot himself after uh, all that went down and like I'm like okay maybe he shot himself but didn't die type thing and he's still alive and this is him mm-hmm. and now he's like coming back for his revenge dun 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 but that didn't happen yeah that would not have been a very good setup of the main character oh, yeah, the no. murder in the no. first movie yeah no that wouldn't have worked at all <laughs> knowing this was a series afterwards I'm like oh that yeah that would have been bad from based on the whispers I heard around the theater and the friends I saw with the other popular theory was my favorite character, the train owner, who was the only one not being interrogated yeah. and the only one watching the process happen was actually going to be the one who ended up doing it. And he, his motive was just if they had a murder and then a solve before they get to the next station, that'd be good publicity for the train. That's like, look how this like cool event happened because the inspector was so world famous. Yeah, but. Yeah, that, that would have been a good one too. But then again, they chose the everyone did it, and they all stabbed the person once. And poetic justice, sure. It's a novel, Will. Of course, it's going to have it's, poetic it's, justice. None of it's not practical. Uh, none let, of it, uh, none of this was practical for read them. Read in literal, literal poetry was the as he read it in justice. It's like how like how is this any of this practical? Where they all got on a train and they're like, all right, we all have this one part and we all need to stab him once, and just, one of them could have done it. And they all covered up for the one person. Probably well, would have been because easier. the whole point was that they all wanted that emotional yeah. release, and so Michelle Pfeiffer, the mom of the child who was killed, she organized it. So she yeah. reached out to all of them to get them all on the train. But did they, with the promise of all wanting that emotional did release? They all really have that much invested, and they are like, "Yeah, I want to stab this man." 
I mean, they all showed up on the train, so apparently. Just like, like the one where, like, Josh Gad, like, okay, his career was ruined, but, like, does he really have, like, does he really need to be, like, I need to kill this man? Well, if his dad's his career was ruined because he couldn't find the evidence for this one man, I would kill someone on behalf of my dad. Okay. Although not really, because then it would be premeditated. You so I'm saying you heard it here sense. first, folks. <laughs> not in the legally binding sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next week, uh, who's excited for Justice League? Not One Elizabeth. part of this podcast, and it's not my part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it looks fun. I mean, her early reactions say it's fun with flaws, which which is good. It's we fun. can play the same game again of where have you seen these actors before. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. The yeah. answer to one of them is the Justice League prequel, Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's the only place you've seen Gal Gadot before. And Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones for Aquaman, yeah. We're, we're already doing it too early. We should hold back a little We need bit. to hold back the suspense. <laughs> it's okay. Just wait till you see where I'll tell you where you've seen Ben Affleck before. That one's a mystery because there's so many options. Also... I think next week, it should be next week or the week after, I'm going to have another interview with Guillermo del Toro for his movie The Shape of Water. Ooh, so, which I hear is already getting Oscar buzz. Yeah, so like, Will's playing with the big leagues right yeah, now. Yeah, like people are saying like this is definitely going to be an Oscar-nominated movie. I'm going to see it Thursday. So so you really will hear it first because he's getting to see it very early. Yeah, I think two weeks early. So. Dun, dun, dun. Well, stay tuned for that and so much more. Thank you so much again for listening to Sizzle Reel. Bye.